Hey guys, welcome back to Talk with Kirsty, where faith meets conversation. My name is Kenke, for those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who do know me, welcome back to Talk with Kirsty. So, um, firstly, I'm going to apologize. I don't know when my podcast now dropped. I know they drop sometime between Friday and Sunday, so I will apologize and I'll try to get like, like more disciplined in the way like I am doing my podcast now. But I'll just be honest and say that like, last week i had an idea like the week that just passed i had an idea for like what i wanted to like talk about but at the same time i felt like i really wasn't like not in tune but like i feel like i hadn't really learned the thing that i was going to talk about or the thing that i wanted to talk about and then my friend messaged me yesterday and the holy spirit just dropped the conversation in my heart right like what i'm going to talk about first of all i won't even lie shout out to you girl but i won't even like i thought i thought she messaged the wrong person like when she messaged me because we hadn't had like prior conversation so when she messaged me i was just like am i the person that you wanted to send this to like was this a mistake and obviously it wasn't a mistake and it was like a thread and then from that thread like we had a conversation and then god started teaching me and i was like yeah this is what i'm going to talk about like this is what topic case is going to be about today but like it just it was just interesting because the whole thing just shifted i was meant to record and release yesterday but at the same time like i did my hair i think i was just too excited to do my hair so i just kind of got distracted and like i have so much work to do but that's not the point because we're going to have talk with ksb and that's right now so let's just have it let's just get into the conversation for today i hope this blesses you because it really blessed me and is calling me out it was challenging me i won't even lie to you but let me just get into what i had for today so what happened was that she sent me this thread i think it was a twitter thread but it was on instagram and basically it was um, an interaction between a mother child and the mother's friend so when the mother um the friend came around she carried the baby and obviously the baby allowed her carry her right keep that man keep that man and basically what happened was you know when you're like playing with babies and like you hoist them in the air and like toggle with them i don't know and basically the baby after like a few times the baby started crying and then it took a while for like the mother to calm her down and after the friend left the mother did the exact same thing and the baby was like laughing and joyous and was pretty much fine and the holy spirit started to minister to the mother that you can't trust who you don't know stop okay now let me tell you why sorry i had to just quickly I don't know why I feel like I rushed through that backstory, but I'm so sorry. Um, but it just it just kind of got me thinking. And honestly, I was talking to my friend, and we're just she was just talking about like you know how it's like difficult and stuff like that. And then God started to teach me something, and I was telling my friend this as well. But God started to teach me something, which is that it's not just that you can't trust who you don't know. So I won't say that outright you don't know God. But your knowledge of God can never be too much knowledge. So one thing that I understand is that at least, especially, not at least, especially in my life, one thing that I began to understand was that the knowledge of God that I had cannot carry me into another season. Does that make sense? So let's say God wants to give me something. I've noticed, like, okay, just think about it with me. I've noticed something, right? you ask god for something or god wants to give you something and then along the line it's not like it's so hard and you keep having to go back to god and you keep learning learning new things about god learning new things about the way he does his things and you're learning so much about this person and then that gets you to a particular point and then from that point god wants to give you another thing and then you have to have to i won't say start learning again but you have to learn 
a whole new thing right but there's something that she said which was that you don't you can't trust who you don't know and then i started to think about it is that sometimes we trust god but we trust god only to a certain extent so take the the baby and the friend for example the baby did not cry when the friend carried her do you understand it was like okay yeah you can carry me like i there's no problem with that but i started to think about it this way that the baby wasn't upset when she carried her but the baby was upset when she began to play with her in a way that she did not know like oh this is how like i didn't know that you were playing with me like that i don't know if that makes sense i'm so sorry but like the point that i'm trying to get at is that that's how we are with god sometimes the knowledge that we have of god will allow us to allow him carry us right taking the imagery of like the woman and the uh, the woman and the baby we allow God carry us because like, yeah, why not? And then when God is like trying to like, I won't say test our faith, but test our faith. We then get kind of scared and it's like, yeah, please drop us. And then for some reason in this, in this scenario, we kind of retrieve back into our like old ways and things that we know and things that we supposedly trust. So look, listen to that. Things that we know and things that we then trust by virtue of knowing. So that's back to the mother. But if you turn the scenario on its head, you can now see that if we get to know God to that point, we can trust him even when he wants to test our faith. That is the relationship that the mother has with the daughter. And it just has me thinking, and I want you to think as well, because I was thinking about this as well, that has there been any time where you feel like something is happening to you and basically you're trying to carry on, but at the same time, you don't want to learn something new. Like, I'm, like let's just be frank here. Let's just be honest. Sometimes it is difficult accepting learning something new about god because it's just like i just finished getting out of this season when i was learning things and things and things and new things and more things and then now i'm in this new season and it feels like i have to learn other things and it's like what exactly is going on and i'll take myself as an example during lockdown i was learning like i felt like i learned so much about god i was learning about the holiness of god you know i was like i was learning like wow god you're just wow you're such an amazing being like i was like literally i was in awe i was like you know when you have that like like is it holy fear but like i was just so fearful of the lord like wow like you are good but now in this season that i'm in it feels like okay yeah you know the holiness of god that's cool but like now you have to learn a new characteristic of god and really develop that characteristic of god would i tell you would i lie and say that i've been learning it not really would i be honest and say that i have had trouble learning it because it's almost like for me like it's almost like i'm tired like i'm not even going to lie and say like oh like i'm always gone who about you know learn about god and the truth is that sometimes i am genuinely tired because it feels like it feels like a cycle like you god promises you something okay you learn you go on the journey of learning and then you get to that point but and then you have to learn again but one thing that i want to encourage you is that if you let the tiredness of learning about god affect you you are indirectly affecting your trust in him and indirectly affecting your faith in him 
So, if that sounds, I, I, if for some reason, <laughs> it sounds kind of harsh in my head. But the reality is that if we, if we allow how tired we are affect us, we would not be able to trust God. So take the instance of the, mother, the woman and the baby now. If the mother, the woman keeps coming back and coming back and the baby keeps seeing the woman, seeing the woman, obviously, at some point, there will be like some trust built. But that only comes with the baby knowing that woman. That only comes with the baby seeing that woman regularly, seeing that woman virtually every day. Because the mother is somebody that she sees every day. That's somebody that sees her every day, carries her every day, you know, loves her every day. But if she keeps seeing that woman every day, she gets to know that woman more and more. And that learning of that woman will make her trust that woman more and more. So, like, now I'm just asking you, you guys, like, do you see God every day? I won't lie and say I see God, like, every day. I try my best, too, because, honestly, it's hard. And, like, I've had, like, such a hard time in the past, like, couple months. Like, the, the last quarter of the year has been something else. But, like... I'm asking you, do you see God every day? And by see God, do you talk to God every day? And like, do you pray every day? And, also, I'm, and I'm just going to challenge this, you know, where people say like, okay, prayer is like on your knees and your eyes closed and your hands clapped together. Yes, prayer does look like that, but as well, prayer looks different ways for different people. Some people can sing and that's prayer. Some people can, you know, acknowledge the wind and the moon and the stars and the trees and acknowledge god's creation and that's prayer that's worship so prayer looks different to different people but i'm asking you do you see god every day and for me it's like i'm calling myself out because at the same time let me, now let me say this at the same time sometimes we see god every day about some certain aspects of our life so some certain aspects of our life is easy for us to trust him like yeah i see you every day like i see you every day so i know that this area of my life is, is sorted i'm cool i'm good to go but at the same time there's some areas of our life where we don't see god and we're just like yeah yeah okay it doesn't mean now the question that just dropped in my heart is that how can you see god every day like how how can you see god every day and i will not lie to you the bible is the best place to start you know, one thing that I, just, I'm just going to pause right here. One thing that I have like learned to do is to stop stating just the problem, but also stating like possible solutions to the problem. But how do you see God every day? And the starting place is in the Bible. Because obviously nobody's documenting like world affairs, like spiritual affairs right now. Like nobody, there's no, the Bible is not continuing like in written form. The Bible is continuing like in, in a personal way. But like, when I look at the Bible, because my Bible is right here, that's where I did this. Uh, when I look at the Bible, um, I see God show up in people's situations that are very similar to mine. Quite frankly, some of their situations in the Bible are wilder. I'm not even going to lie. But I see very similar situations. And I see the way God responded. You know one thing that just dropped in my heart right now? I just have to share with you guys. Is the story of Solomon, right? And this is so interesting because this is random. But you know when God asked Solomon, like, okay, like, what do you want? I'll give you anything. Like, anything that you want, you can have it. Like, and, you know, I can't lie. If God asked me, is there anything you want that you can have, like, right now? I know personally, Kenke, I know what I'll say. 
But Solomon asked for one thing, and that one thing was wisdom. And if you read the Bible, you obviously, if you read Proverbs, oh, by the way, we're doing like a proverb study on like Talk with KSB, so you guys should jump on that. But that's by the way. Um, Solomon asked for wisdom. And if you read the Bible, you will see that wisdom was such like a prized possession. And if we're, as we're reading Proverbs, like something that I've learned is that with wisdom comes understanding with wisdom comes the fear of the lord with wisdom comes discretion wisdom comes understanding so wisdom comes with a lot of things and i wonder how that must have been for the relationship that solomon had with god so asking for that wisdom solomon was getting to know god um in that same way solomon was getting to know god and trust god and that's like wow but at the same time you still have solomon in another aspect of his life being love life being his relationship with women you also have like a very very stark difference you know solomon had many wives many concubines and the demise of solomon was a woman so i'm just thinking like we can easily trust god in like one aspect of our life and we can ask for this great thing and it's like wow i remember when solomon asked for wisdom god gave him wisdom and then every other thing followed after think about it seek the lord first and all things shall follow after seeking wisdom and those other things came following after like a flood. But in that other area of his life regarding women, regarding relationships, you have this very different story. And I'm just thinking like, did Solomon not know God in that area? Did Solomon not know God in that area to trust God to do the right thing? But instead, he was just marrying and marrying and having concubines and having children. And the one thing, the one speck of women that God said, don't go there, don't do that. He said, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to follow that. And I'm just thinking now that if Solomon were to have known God more in that respect, he would have been able to understand why God said no. And he would have been able to trust God's decision as to why he said no. But obviously the knowledge of God that he had in that respect was not enough for him to trust God enough to know why God said no to that decision. So like, I'm just now like, you can see, wow, this example came from absolutely nowhere. Like, I would, I would not even know it's before I started this recording. I had no idea I was going to talk about that. The Holy Spirit is so good. But that just has me thinking. It just has me thinking about how we see God and in which areas of our life we see God. And this ties back into surrender. I think surrender has been a reoccurring theme here and there. But this ties back to surrender. And it just makes me, it just makes me think like, like, like wow like this is like abs like this is so much it's so much but yeah i'm just uh, so now we've talked about all the things that it is and now how can we help it i've already mentioned one which is the bible helps the bible really really helps you seeing god and seeing how he works and seeing the way he deals with people and deals with patience and responds to things um you know i was just thinking i just i just thought randomly about the story of jonah right and how God, you know, told Jonah to do this thing. And Jonah was like, yeah, no. And now I'm just thinking about it. What happened in the span of those three days? What happened in the belly of the fish? Did Jonah, all, like, did Jonah in that three days take the time to know God to the point that he can't trust God's decision as to why he should be the one to do that? I think, well, by virtue of the fact that he got swallowed by the belly of the fish and didn't die, I think there was a knowledge of God there that he was able to trust God like, okay, I've not died, so I am going to do this thing. And what happened? What happened was that he asked God for forgiveness. And after asking God for forgiveness, he was thrown out of the belly 
of the of the whale of the ship of the fish or whatever that i don't know what fish that was that's a very good question <laughs> but like he got spat out by the fish and he went to do the thing that god asked him to do so i'm just thinking like there are all these examples in the bible where you can actively see see god that's one then two fasting helps you see god and i say this because of the story of esther and it's so interesting because that just dropped in my heart right now to say in the story of esther and how that helped like i don't fully understand how it helped even till now because fasting is something like i do it but like at the same time like i don't i've not fully quite grasped the concept but like it helps you see god you know people always say that fasting does not get god to move fasting gets you to move and that is so interesting because now that i'm thinking about it it makes me it makes me understand that during a time of fasting is a time to seek god and in seeking god you are getting to know god and that gets you to move in a different way different way meaning like in praying a different way it gets you to honor god in a different way and it gets you to see god in a different way and by virtue of this seeing and seeking and knowledge you get to trust him more like i'm seriously calling myself out because i've had a serious problem with this for like the past like three weeks or so but like i'm beginning to really understand how all of these affect the way you trust god i think the the bottom line right now is the trust of god but what leads to the trust of god is the knowledge of god like wow oh my goodness so we have the bible and then we have trust i mean i said trust we have the bible and we also have fasting and the last one the most important one is worship i won't say it's the most important but it's a really important one worship well actually i retract my statement it's the most important one worship because when you worship god you acknowledge what he is outside of what he does so worship is seeing god for who he is and not seeing god for what he can do this is so interesting because um a few days ago on saturday saturday night right no not saturday night friday night i'm so sorry friday night i was studying yeah i was studying but then at the same time like i just wanted i remember my studies were frustrating me so i was like let me just worship and then i came across um pastor mike's relationship goals um week four where they just worship for like two hours they were just worshiping and i'm thinking about that now and my pastor mike said something he was like god wants to hear from you and worship is somehow calling your attention and i'm just getting i'm getting it now that when you worship and when you see god outside of his abilities and for who he is it makes you understand him more it makes you know him more because you are able to identify that okay god is all powerful god is all knowing god is everywhere god is the creator you get to pinpoint all these things and because you now know these things for what they are it is easier for you to transpose them into your life so like now you say okay 
okay, God will never leave me nor forsake me. If you transpose that into your finances, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm having a hard time now, but I know that God will never leave me nor forsake me because God is a faithful God. Okay, so you have identified the characteristic, which is faithfulness of God. So if you have the faithfulness of God, it's like, yeah, okay, I have the faithfulness. God will never leave me nor forsake me. So in my finances, God is faithful. So it's easier for you to transpose them into your life because you have now been able to worship the things that he is, not just what he can do. And if you are able to acknowledge the things like the who he is his characteristics and you know that and you understand that it is easier for you to trust him so i have my main three so my main three are prayer fasting and worship when it comes to seeing god how you can see god for me those are my three main ways and sometimes i'm not going to lie sometimes it's going to get hard sometimes you're not going to want to do it anymore sometimes you're going to get frustrated i know because i too in like the last how many minutes in the last like 20 before 20 minutes ago i was i was literally so frustrated but i'm here right now to encourage you and to let you know that it can be hard it will get hard and the enemy will try you the enemy will try as his very hardest to get you to stop having faith and will throw so many obstacles your way but you have to persevere and these three things when you do them enough, you will get to the point where even though it's hard, you know to push through because you've been able to worship him, worship him by identifying his characteristics. So because of that, you're just like, yeah, okay, it's hard, but I know this is what God is. I know this is who God is. Then you have your fasting. Fasting does not get God to move. Fasting gets you to move. If you're feeling frustrated and you fast and you pray during your fasting, what is going to happen is that you're going to be pushed. You'll be energized. That thing happens for me. I remember there was a time that I was praying, right? Oh, well, praying and crying. <laughs> I was crying and praying. And I was just praying and I was just like, you know, but this is what your word says. And as I was crying, I started smiling because I know that, okay, that is what happened in that moment, right? But in fasting, it just really helps. It really helps you move. So when it gets hard and you fast, you feel a greater push to just keep going. And then reading your Bible. Reading your Bible is just, it's a, it's a good starting point because you actually see the physical evidence, not even just in your life, but you see in the lives of others, how God has worked, how God has moved, how God has done his things. And you're just like, okay, you have done it before. <laughs> Definitely you can do it again. You understand even though the situation is different even though the situation is slightly different even though the situation has technology in it i know that you've done it before and you can do it again yeah so th that's what i have today um have for you guys today i hope you guys have been blessed this is a long video i i do not think that i could do a video this long but um i hope you have been blessed by this video and have a great coming week bye guys